Hey guys, happy Wednesday here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Of course, we are always fueled by Cody Road Bourbon and our friends at the Mississippi River Distilling Company. All right, uh, I know it's the heart of football season, big game coming up on Saturday, but Steve Prome did have his first media availability today, and I called up Stansbury this morning. I said, hey, listen, I think that people are going to be interested in this. Have not talked a lot of basketball as of late for obvious reasons. There just hasn't been much to talk about. But um, So here's what we did. We recorded it on the Zoom call, and it's, it's Steve Prome for about the first half hour. And then you'll hear from Trey Young, uh, now the uh, sophomore guard for Iowa State, really with just a preseason update, everything that's going on within the program. Um, This is not a traditional podcast in the sense there's none of our talking heads. This is a replay of the Zoom call. So you're going to hear the Iowa State Athletics employee introducing reporters. You'll hear the questions. It's pretty self-explanatory. But... um, yeah. All right. We'll start things off. Uh, here is the session with Iowa State head coach Steve Prom. About 30 minutes in, we'll have a couple of spots here, uh, thanking some of our sponsors, and then we'll get to Trey Young. Enjoy. Go ahead, Travis, when you're ready. Hey, Steve. How are you? Good, man. None of you guys want to have your screens, man. I can't see any of you guys, man. <laughs> the, the pandemic's been tough on us all. That's all right. that's all I can say. Even Randy, um, man, I know I miss seeing Randy. <laughs> there you go. Um, I just was hoping to get a, a, an update, I guess, where you guys are personnel-wise. I know you were bat- battling uh, bumps and bruises a few weeks ago, and just yeah. where are you as you're starting practice? You know, we uh, we just finished day five yesterday. Uh, we're off today, uh, which is good. We've got some. We do have some bumps and bruises still. Obviously, losing Blake uh, it was a tough blow. Um, you know, but. You know, that was the best thing, obviously, for him health-wise. Um, you know, he needed to do that. And so he, he, he's he's getting the proper treatment and, and excited about, you know, getting him back in the fold next year with us uh, from that standpoint. But other guys, you know, right now we do have a couple guys. Jaden Walker, we're starting to get him back, uh, which we're really excited about him. He's shown some good glimpses in practice, obviously coming off a of knee surgery last February that he had at the end of the year. Um he hasn't gone up and down yet. Everything that he's done, he's back in live action now, but everything's in the half court uh, from that standpoint, but, but doing a good job, you know, with that, uh, you know, uh, Xavier, uh, you know, been in and out a little bit, um, but is back out there now um, and, and, and making strides. Uh, Jalen Coleman lands has been out the last couple of days, um, you know, with a hamstring issue. And so hopefully, uh, getting him back soon but uh but our guys are doing good i think you know we're really trying to get our our defensive mindset right right now and so it's our practice have been physical they've been good and um excited about their energy right now what's uh been bothering foster um you know it's just uh he had a a shoulder, uh, a shoulder issue for, for, for a couple of days, but he's back now. He sat out the last couple of days. He's been back, uh, in, in full action really, uh, since Saturday and, and doing really, but that was last week, you know, early, early into last week, just a little bit of a shoulder. And, and, and so he's, he's good now. And, um, our young guys are, are progressing. And so that's, uh, uh, like I said, it's great to have Jaden Walker, you know, finally out there and competing live, uh, that was a big, big lift for us. 
And I guess, you know, are you guys doing, are you having all 15 guys all in the gym all at the same time now, or are you still doing the pod deal? No, no, we're not. We're no, no pods anymore. Okay. Uh, we stopped that, you know, actually once we got to, uh, I guess I got my counter right here in front of me. So October 12th was our last pod day, you know, our 13th was our last kind of preseason practice from a standpoint before the official 30 days counted. Uh, we were off on the 14th and we started day one on the 15th. Um, and like I said, we've got, you know, 11 scholarship guys. Uh, it's the time of year where guys are going to be in and out because of the physicality, because of uh, you're going longer than, than they've been, you know, from the, from the fall standpoint. And so you're going to have some nicks and bruises. And so it's good. We got an off day today to get a couple guys, you know, rested up and, and back out there on Thursday. Um, but like I said, I've been, I've been excited with their energy and their focus and, you know, our league's kind of shifted to a, to a defensive mindset league. And so I think we have to do a great job in matching that. John Schaefer, go ahead when you're ready. Steve, at times last year, you talked about the team lacking some toughness. How important is it developing that right now, especially with uh, a little bit more time to maybe work on that, that side of things? Yeah, I think that's been our, if, if you've been on practice the first five days and these are our full, you know, first full practices because we did have to do a lot of the pod pod workouts uh, in the early preseasons. Um, but I think there's been a major defensive emphasis, uh, obviously transition defense, ball screen defense, uh, playing in disadvantaged situations, making multiple effort plays and then rebounding. Um we only, you know, we probably have our offensive concepts in, but outside of an actual set play, maybe one, uh, outside of that, everything is concepts. And we haven't been able to go up and down yet five on five just because of the numbers, uh, guys being in and out of practice. Jaden Walker can't go up and down yet. Uh, Coleman Lands has been in and out a little bit to where when he's been in, he's needed to be in half court as well. And so, um, but I think it's been good for us. It's really got us to focus on what we need to uh, transition defense. Number one, ball screen defense two, guarding the dribble, playing disadvantaged situations and then rebounding. Uh, but I like their, I like their effort, you know, kind of joked with the guys, you know, we need seven or eight guys on the defensive bus. And, uh, and we've got, I think we've got three, three to four right now. And we got to get seven or eight of those guys. But, you know, some guys are showing glimpses of, of wanting to get on there. And out of this group, who's kind of stepped up as maybe that vocal leader for this team right now? I think that's where we're a work in progress. Um, you know, I think Coleman Lands is new, but he brings a lot of energy uh, to practice. Even when he's been out the couple of days, it's been great because his energy has been really good. Uh, Trey Jackson, uh, without question, has been our most consistent, toughest player out there every single day. Uh, but we've got to continue to stress uh, you know, I told the guys yesterday, three things, if you can do three things, well, if you can hit, if you can talk and if you can sprint and what I mean by hit, if you can be physical, uh, talk, if you can play with great energy and communicate and then sprint, uh, whether it's getting back on defense, whether it's the, you know, pace of play, everybody talks about offense, pace of play, going from defense to offense where well, the game slows down. How fast do you run your offense in the half court with your pace and your cuts? And so if we can do hit, talk, and sprint really, really well, um, we'll be in good shape. But the talking piece, the leadership piece, I think just because of the time we've had with these guys, I still think that's emerging. Now, who do what we need to challenge to do it? Solomon Young, Rasir Bolton, uh, Trey Jackson, uh, Javen Johnson's got to get uncomfortable in that area. You know, guys like that that have been in the program 
And so these younger guys can, can follow suit. Jared Stansbury, go ahead when you're ready. Hey coach. Uh, I was just curious. I saw the news about the Mississippi state game come across the, uh, come across just a second ago, but um, where do you guys stand as far as your schedule? Uh, and is that a lot of just waiting on the conference kind of? Well, we're still waiting. We got Mississippi state today. Uh, so that just solidifies the sec game. Um, and so, uh, uh, you know, that'd be a great opportunity uh, for us down in Starkville, play against, you know, really well coached Ben Howland team. Excited about that. Um, you know, obviously the conference uh, season, uh, I think it's out, right, Matt? The, the Kansas State and West Virginia December matchups, I think that's been that's been out. So we've got those games. The other 16 games, we're still uh, – they're, they're still working on that. Whether we get that in the next week or two, you know, hopefully. Uh, and then the non-conference, you know, we're not trying to play 27 games in an MTV. We'd love to be at 25 games. Uh, we're trying to we're trying to finish up one game, and if we can find one more game, I think we'll be in a good place uh, from that standpoint. Uh, but that's still a, the schedule's still a work in progress and and ever changing. But you know, Coach Byers is on that daily, and and we'll have that completed hopefully sometime here in the next couple of weeks. Do you think you guys will play in an MTV or an MTE? Or, or no, that, that, that's what I was saying. Is we, we're just going to play twenty five games. Okay, you know, okay. goal is to get twenty five games. Um, and then, uh, you know, out of our games that aren't already, you know, challenge-wise, you know, Big East, SEC, uh, you know, the rivalry game, uh, the 18 league games, the other four games hopefully will be four home by games. Okay. Uh, and then my last thing, how have you seen George progress uh, here going into the, into the season? Um, you know, I think he's, he's – he's, his practices, now that we've got an official practice, I think he's, he's made a step um, – you know, we saw that Seton Hall game, I guess, was on TV the other night. One of my assistants texted me and was like, hey, this is the George we need. I think he had 15 points. He was phenomenal in middle pick and roll with Tyrese. We beat a really good Seton Hall team. Uh, he had six blocks. Uh, we need him playing with that type of energy. You know, three things we need from George. He knows it offensively. And I just start with offense, but defensively is where his biggest uh, strength is and needs to be for us offensively. Can you rim run every time? Uh, can you do a great job in, 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 in ball screen offense? Can you roll out on every ball screen or understand when to rescreen? But then defensively, if we're going to get out and really try to get after people and uh, put us in, if we're going to get in a rotation, then do we have somebody who can change shots at the rim? And he's got to challenge himself to change shots at the rim, but also be a, be a seven, eight, nine rebound guy or really a one rebound every three minutes, two and a half minutes guy. That's what elite rebounders do. But, um, you know, he needs to take a step. And I've talked to him about that, and he knows that. Randy, go ahead when you're ready. Randy. How are you, sir? Good, man. How are you? I'm well, thanks. What, do you, what kind of improvement are you looking for from, from Solomon? You talked about George. What about Solo? Uh, he's been good. You know, he's, he's one that's on the defensive bus. Uh, think he's, I think he's as good of a – excuse me, ball screen defensive guy that there is. I think he's proven that he can, if we need to switch ball screens one through five this year with him at the five, we can do that. Uh, we need a defensive presence for him. Uh, he may not can block shots as I still think he can block shots and change shots at the rim. Uh, we've seen that at times, obviously George has more length, uh, but defensively the one challenge area, you know, can you be a higher figure rebound guy? You know, not a four or five rebound. Can you be a seven, eight, nine rebound guy? Uh, but defensively, 
ball screen defense, guarding the dribble, being a great helper. He does a terrific job in that area. And then offensively, um, you know, we need to do a great job like we did the back end of the season last year of making him a focal point. He can score around the basket. We got to get him post touches and making sure we get a quality shot uh, every time down. And if we hadn't gotten a post feed and two possessions, we need to get it on the third possession because he's a guy that uh, can score around the basket for us. Uh, and so we got to establish that. If you look at the five men coming back in our league, he should be one of the top five men. And he needs to take that and, and embrace that. What are you hearing about Tyrese in the draft? Uh, Halliburton? Yes. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm just kidding. Uh, I know. He was on wrestling the other night, I saw. Yeah. So if you're going to be on WWE, he must be, be going to be drafted really high. <laughs> um, you know, I have, you know, everybody talks to, I have, have I talked to teams? I've done a lot of media stuff, you know, with people in New York, media with people in, uh, in the Bay Area, media with people in Chicago, Phoenix, things like that. Uh, I haven't talked to exact teams a ton. You know, my assistants have, um, you know, the other personnel, you know, here has, you know, uh, I, I couldn't see him going lower than 10. That's just my gut. That's kind of what I've, what I've followed and people that NBA people that have called and talked to me. Um, could he go as early as two to golden state? I don't know. Uh, but is that a possibility? I think so. I think they really like him. I know they've been, came here a lot. I think he fits their culture, uh, and what, what, what they're looking for, but, uh, will he go as high as two? I don't know, but you know, the, the, the sexy teams, the people, people talk about Chicago, New York, Phoenix, Detroit, uh, you know, Detroit at seven or eight, you know, there's a lot of noise there, you know, Phoenix at 10, if he's still there, um, will he go further than that? I, I, I don't think so. Um, but obviously New York, um, they, they have a lot of point guards. It looks like when I was reading that article the other day that came out, they had a good article the other day that came out that he had wrote a guy from New York. Um, but obviously golden state, you know, could they trade down? Uh, I, I don't know, but he's, you know, um, he's the, he's, he's a special kid, man. And wherever he goes, he he'll embrace that. You know, Atlanta's a possibility. Do they try to pair him with Trey young to where somebody, you know, with, with young, you know, that's a possibility too, you know, but, um, he's going to be in a good situation. One of those, uh, you know, going to be a lottery pick for sure. And November 18th coming soon. And so, um, just proud of him. Proud of the way he's represented himself here, or whether, excuse me, the way he represented himself here. And he loves his place, and he'll be a great, another great ambassador for us. When was the first time you talked to an NBA scout about him? I mean, not just during this most recent um, go around, but I mean, first time in your life you've talked to an NBA scout about Tyrese? Uh, I think it. I don't, I know how diligent you are, Randy. So you may have read this article already, but I, I said, uh, in one of these articles, um, we're practicing, and it's probably earlier in the year, maybe when we got back from Maui. I'm not sure if it was before Maui or after Maui's freshman year. And obviously that team was really good and really talented and won a championship and had some great wins. And um, we're, I'm leaving practice, and I won't name the scout or the team, but I'm leaving practice. But it's a scout I've known for a long time and that I have a good rapport and relationship with. And and he stopped me and he said, Hey, you got a really good team. You got a lot of good pieces. 
you know, you know, A, B, C, and D. He said, but the kid Halliburton, I'd take him right now. Can I have him right now? He said, he'll be your highest draft pick. He said, man, I would, I would take him right now. And he could have, uh, Tyrese could have left school after his freshman year, probably been a late first round, maybe early second if he wanted to. But um, obviously he had a great opportunity to go win a gold medal. He had to have some, you know, some other things, um, you know, that he had to take care of in this, you know, that spring and summer that worked out for him by staying. Um, and so, uh, but that was the first time that you were from an NBA person that you were like, all right, he ain't going to be here long either. So, um, you know, but that's, that's, that's phenomenal for him and really happy for him and his parents. Um, you know, but that was probably the first time where it was like, all right, you know, hey, we picked one in twenties. We take him right now. Don't let anybody okay. know about him. You know, this thank kid you, is- Matt Balanson. You can go ahead when you are ready. Uh, hi, Steve. Good to talk to you. Um, off basketball for a second. Um, yep. We've seen a lot from uh, your team this off season about um, really trying to get the message out about voting um, and really encouraging. Um, the team and the coaching staff on the voting process and um, really just the whole election in general. Um, I guess, can you just detail specifics, just kind of how that's taken place this off season, what you guys as a coaching staff have tried to um, educate the team on and kind of how that process has taken shape. Yeah. I think just uh, obviously there's a lot of social issues uh, we have going on in our country right now, and uh, we all need to be a voice and we all need to help bring change and, and bring awareness and, and continue to work to make a difference. Uh, but my staff's done a terrific job. Uh, I really gave, uh, you know, Micah, William and, and Danielle, you know, really autonomy to, uh, to take it and run with it and, and really impact these guys. And I think really since, um, since the end of uh, May, uh, you know, we've really tried to make it a point to meet weekly with our guys to, to put everything out there social issue wise and really invest in each other and educate each other and learn from one another in a lot of different facets. And I think it's been really good for our program. I think it's been terrific for our guys. Um, but when you look at the voting realm, um, I think we've spent a lot of time, obviously the guys are all registered, whether they're registered here in the state of Iowa, whether they're registered back home, whether they're going to vote absentee, uh, we've got that taken care of. My staff did a great job. Those guys did a terrific job of getting that taken care of. Uh, we've brought guys in. If you may have seen Matt put something out uh, a week or two ago uh, to bring them in through zoom. Uh, some people to talk to guys about the voting process, uh, about how the electoral college works, different, different aspects of, uh, the voting, you know, voting education there, uh, guys had opportunity to ask questions. Uh, you know, we've, we've talked about the debates, the vice presidential debates, the presidential debates, um, and so we, we've covered a realm of topics uh, and we would continue to do so, you know, once this voting period ends November, uh, 3rd, you know, I think it's November 3rd, uh, November 3rd, um, you know, we'll, 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 we'll continue to, to uh, challenge these guys in other ways um, from a social issue standpoint, from a, uh, other ways that, that we can continue to help educate our guys uh, obviously continue to, talk about the voting going forward, but there's so many different ways that, that we can impact these guys. And, uh, like I said, you know, Micah, Danielle, William, uh, have kind of taken the lead on that and, uh, they've done a phenomenal job and, and I'm really here to support them and, and support our players and, and continue to help us all grow and get better, uh, because we're leaders and we, we, we need to help bring change. 
Uh, and then just a uh, hard pivot here back to basketball. Um, when we talked last, last year was the theme with this team last year was a lot of uh, injury and um, depth issues with uh, the point guard position. Um, obviously Tyrese going down um, and then Prentice um, toward the latter half of the season and then receiver for a couple games. Um, and obviously injuries are a part of every season, um, but obviously given with COVID this year and, you know, the uncertainties with that, um, how much are you, I know obviously the team's you know, mindset is always next man up, but um, especially for this year, um, what's been your message to maybe the, the backups or the, the, the people that are going to be on the bench for a majority of the season? What, what is your message to them to, to always be ready? Yeah. Uh, first off, you know, our staff's done a phenomenal job. Um, you know, obviously Mark Coberly heads it, but you know, Vic Miller, our, our, our head trainer, uh, the people, you know, working in hand in hand with him, whether it's Micah, whether it's David land, whether it's my GAs, whether it's nutritionists, um, and doctors, they've done a phenomenal job handling, handling COVID and our guys have done a phenomenal job in our staff. Uh, COVID's really, um, you know, I said, knock on wood, but really hasn't really hasn't impacted us a ton. You know, our, our numbers are down a little bit just because of physicality and injuries and just the normal wear and tear that happened in the preseason part of practice. And so, um, we've got so much youth and so many new guys, you know, uh, whether it's transfers, Tyler, Jalen, obviously Blake's not here right now. Um, and then four freshmen that I don't know who's starting. I don't know who's on the bench. And so we're coaching all 11 guys, uh, the four horsemen, you know, that's our, that's our walk-on group, the fantastic four. We're coaching them all the same, um, you know, from, you know, kind of going back to those bullet points of transition defense and, you know, playing at a disadvantage, making multiple efforts, offensive concepts, you know, um, we're, we're, we're coaching them all the same. Um, but you have to make sure everybody's ready because, you don't know who you're going to have, but the one thing in men's basketball as of today, uh, a little bit different than football. If you have a COVID outbreak, you're, you're probably not going to play for the next two weeks because of contact tracing right now. Um, it's going to probably shut everybody down uh, from that standpoint, just because basketball rules are a little bit different right now. Travis, go ahead. Hey, Steve, when you were talking about the schedule, you mentioned a rivalry game. I assume that that meant Iowa. I just wanted to make sure I was right on that. Maybe. <laughs> It's not you and I or Drake. Uh, not that I know of. <laughs> um, and then to go back to, uh, I mean, you talked about Solomon being a, maybe a top five big or center in the league. Yeah, he what, should be. What's that mean? I guess for that group, I think there's probably a lot of competition for minutes, especially if you're not always going to play big, but what does that mean for that group about, I guess, just the, the competition for minutes with those three guys? Well, you got to bring it every day. And that's, I think, you know, you got to produce. And I think it's about production. It's about putting the best ones out there that can help produce and, and, and win games. And so uh, if you are going to play small, then that should realm up the, um, their purpose that should realm up their uh, impatienceness, you know, uh, working with a, working with, uh, I guess uh, I heard the saying something of the regard that, you know, you're working, you know, working with a patience, you know, but also working with an impatience that where, man, you know, I need to, I need to get out there and produce. And so, um, yeah, they, they, there should be great competition, you know, Xavier Foster, you know, when he's been out there, he's, uh, he, he shows some, some flashes, uh, George. Um, and so it's gotta be, you know, the best man up that day. Um, and so I think that's good. We, we need that competition to where they understand, Hey, we got to bring it.
But I do think, like you touched on, I do think when you look at the returning guys, and I don't know about incoming guys, but you look at returning guys, production-wise, Solomon should be at the top there. You mentioned the the contact tracing. Is there a hope that the rules change or daily testing can change that where you're not out two weeks with a single positive test? I would imagine that's got to be a big concern about just playing a season, not just for you guys, but for everybody. If you're yeah. looking at two weeks off every time there's a positive test. Yeah, you know, man, uh, basketball's – got different, uh, obviously a lot of different things to, to work through, you know, right now. And so I'm hoping, you know, obviously I can't speak for the trainers, sure. doctors, but I'm hoping basketball heads in a direction where, uh, it's not one test, uh, can knock you out for 14 days. Cause could you imagine getting knocked out, you know, two weeks before your first game, then you got to show up and play a game, you know, from that standpoint. So you, hopefully the contact tracing rules, um, you know, change or are minimized at some point or being able to get out of quarantine quicker um, or it will be tough or there's going to be, but there's been it in football. You guys got to understand, man, there's going to be ebbs and flows and cancellations and postponements. We all got to handle it the right way and do what's best for these kids and do what's best for our schools. Uh, and we'll all be better for it uh, when everything gets back to normalcy. Thanks, Steve. And Fran no, already did say they were playing you guys, so I'm going to assume that's who you guys are playing. Okay. <laughs> we got time for about two more before Trey will get on here. Uh, Michael Swain, go ahead when you're ready. Thanks. Uh, hey, Coach, just wondering what you've hey. seen Tyler Harris so far. He's one of the new faces um, in the program. Yeah, Tyler's been good. Tyler's brings obviously a lot of energy. He's got, I love his personality. He's an easy one. You can joke, mess around with, have fun with. I think his number one strength, he can really, really shoot the basketball and he can shoot with great range. And then number two, uh, he's got elite, elite athleticism and quickness and speed. Uh, what we've got to do now is get Tyler adjusted to how we play. Uh, to our offensive concepts, our offensive spacing, you know, our offensive rules, and then defensively how we play. Uh, it can be an adjustment period for guys when they transfer. And, and so we just got to continue to get them in here, watch tape, go through things. But offensively, I think the last couple of days, things have slowed down for him a little bit. And he's made better decisions offensively and pick and roll and making the right decision, uh, hitting the open man. Uh, but his speed and his shooting are, are, are elite, and we've got to do a great job of putting him in a position to, to, to showcase that. And we'll take one last one here for you, Coach, from Jared. I'm interested to know what recruiting has been like for you guys, obviously not having the traditional um, evaluation periods and stuff like that. How, is, how has that changed, and, and how have you guys adjusted to all those things? Well, you just, I mean, we've been zooming like crazy. Um, and I think that's really, you know, the only thing you can do. Uh, the one thing I keep telling our staff is we got to use this as a, as a great thing because sometimes it can be hard to get out of Ames, Iowa and, and go recruiting. But now everybody's on an, you know, and uh, to where in, in Dallas, you can get out and, and see a high school game Tuesday night, Friday night, Saturday night uh, to where, Hey, we're all on the same playing field now. We all got to zoom. We all got to make calls. And so, right now, let's outwork you. Let's outwork our our guys. You know, let's outwork the other teams. Let's outwork our league of the the other high major, mid major schools. Um, you know, for the best players out there. And so, uh, we, we got a couple more scholarships. Um, you know, uh, to get in uh, 21, uh, 22 is obviously 
got a phenomenal class, especially in the Midwest. And so uh, I think we're on top of that. Uh, but the difficulty lies in, you know, what's your biggest strength here at Iowa State? It's the people, it's the atmosphere, it's the environment. It's missing the Oklahoma home football game, you know, where you could have, a, you know, people on campus. Um, some guys you're recruiting are going faster. Some are going extra slow because of the process. So you just got to, you just got to deal, you know, deal with that. You know, we're all under the same rules. And so there's really, really no excuses, um, you know, that you can make, you know, if we were all playing on different rules, it'd be different, but we've all got to do it through zoom. We've all got to do it through phone calls and texts. Um, but we do, the one thing you do miss, you do miss the environment of bringing somebody in Ames, uh, because I think that's, that's our number one selling point. Uh, how, uh, how did you feel to see uh, the NCAA pass the rule allowing eligibility to be extended for the, the guys that are playing winter sports this year? Yeah, I think it's, it's obviously the right thing to do because we, we don't know where this season's going. You know, uh, we, hope it, we hope it ends up with March Madness, but, but, but nobody knows that yet. Uh, we don't know how many games are going to be canceled. And so to give everybody their year back, uh, I think was the right thing to do. Uh, we've got two seniors, you know, we'll address that, you know, at the end of the year with those guys. Uh, and, and make decisions and they'll make decisions what's best for them and what's best for us. And uh, we'll go from there. But, um, you know, some teams will play with, you know, so we have opportunity to play with 15 scholarship guys next year. Some will have opportunity to play with 17 or 19. You know, you start getting a 17 and 19, you've probably got difficult decisions to make though. Uh, 15s probably, uh, you probably can still, you know, really work with that, you know? And so uh, I think it's a great thing. And, we need to make sure we're making the best decisions for these student athletes for all that they've been doing. You know, our guys have done a phenomenal job. Uh, they've been, they've been open and vulnerable when talking about the social issues, they've done what we've asked with COVID responsibilities uh, and, and they've handled their business and their families have been terrific. Uh, and they're competing really hard right now. And so uh, we are a little beat up, uh, but that's, that's, that, that's normal. You know, Trey got, he'll talk. You may ask, he got beat up a little bit yesterday, um, he's about to jump on, but that, that's, that's par for the course right now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, we'll start off here with John Schaefer. Okay. What's been the biggest challenge for you guys dealing with all the COVID restrictions and that kind of stuff early on this season? I think just like uh, just not having that normalcy that we had last year is just real hard. But, you know, we're, we're taking all the precautions that we need to take right now. Uh, to stay away from catching the disease right now. But everything is just real weird that we have to come in and um, just take these tests every week and stuff like that. But, but we're doing what we have to do. And then Coach talked about you being the toughest competitor in practice so far, day in and day out. What has allowed you to create that mindset for yourself this year? I think just, just going through what we went through last season is just like it just stuck on my mind that we have to, we have to change some stuff. And in order, in order for us to win, we have to be competitive every day. And learn from what we from what we did last year. Michael Swain, you can go ahead when you're ready. Hey Trey, just curious what you've seen from the freshmen so far. I know it's pretty early, but what have been maybe just your first impressions of that group? I'm very impressed with all the freshmen right now. They all competing hard. You know, they all very talented. They all very athletic and stuff like that. They gonna they gonna help a lot this season with the with, with what we like to do. 
how we like to run and everything. So they, they're going to be a great help for us. They just have to lock in, and they, they've been locked in the past past practices. Travis, go ahead when you're ready. Hey, Trey, how's it going? It's going good. It's going good. What uh, what kind of patience do you feel like you guys might have to have this year? Not only for you guys to come together as a group with so many new guys and so many restrictions on how you were able to practice mm-hmm. in the off season, but also you know, we just talked to Steve and he mentioned you know games are going to get postponed, games are going to get canceled. You know yes, how much sir. patience are you going to need just to to navigate all that all that this year? We're going to need a lot of patience. You know, you know things going to happen. You have to go have, have to go ahead and deal with it. You know, we're not going to be able to control what we can't control. We have to control what we can't control. So anything that, that comes up, we just have to deal with it with the right right mindset and just go in and be locked in. What's I know you were only a few days into it, but what's practice been like with lower numbers, not being able to go five on five? Are you guys still able to get some work in and, you know, move yeah, towards still, the ball being ready? Yeah, practice has still been very competitive. You know, Coach Prom has been letting us do like four on three disadvantage and stuff like that, four on four you know, transition and stuff like that. Since we don't have everybody, he's just been finding new ways for us to be competitive, you know, playing one-on-one full court and stuff like that. So, practice has been fun so far. It's been good. Jared, go ahead when you're ready. Hey, Trey. Where do you feel like you've grown the most since last season? I think uh, more of my leadership, like like just leading these, these young guys and there's no one having that experience from last year, just knowing what I have to do and what they have to do in order to play in order to help us win this year and stuff like that. What have you seen from Tyler since he uh, since he got to Ames? Yeah, yeah, Tyler. Tyler's been great. He's knocking down shots. He's looking like a knockdown shooter. He's a, he's a great scorer. He's he locks up on defense too. He'll pick up ninety four feet. I just love having him on my team right now. Glad he's part of our team. Randy, go ahead when you're ready. What what have you learned? What you learn from Halliburton? From Tyrese? Yes. Uh, just the way he led us too, the, his role model, like the way he was a role model for us, and then his leadership that he brought to us, and how he played, it was great. Um, the way he just, it was, it was, it was wonderful. The way he orchestrated things on the offensive end, the way he talked on defense and all that stuff, the way he led us in practice, he was a great help for us, and that's gonna help me, help me a lot, and help us, help other people that had that experience with Tyrese. You're a baller. What, what are you guessing happens on November 18th, draft day? I oh man, man! I hope I I pray and hope he goes at least top five, and that that's that's what it's looking like right now. So, so we're gonna see where he where he lands, and that's gonna be great. But, I got one more thing. What does does having the right to vote on November third mean to you? And maybe you voted before. I don't have any idea. Yeah, I've never voted before. I just registered to vote. I think last month okay. with my with my mom. Well, not last month, but when we were back home before quarantine. Stuff like that. I registered to vote. What's but, what does it mean to you? What does it mean to me? It means a lot. It's, yeah. a, it's a great opportunity for us to like to make a change. Even with my little vote, you can make a big change in this world. So it's an opportunity for me to make a change. And you know, with everything going on, we need that change. So so this is a great opportunity. Matt Balanson, go ahead. Yeah, Trey, backing, uh, piggybacking off that point there, um, being a first-time voter, um, and obviously Coach, um, when he was talking to us, said that um, him and his coaching staff really tried to bring in a lot of experts um, in the political field to talk to you guys about the voting process and the Electoral College and a bunch of stuff like that. Um, I guess what, what was the biggest thing that you've, you've learned um, during this educational process for the team, and um, what, what has it meant to you to see your coaching staff uh, really trying to educate you guys to make sure um, – you're the best prepared on election day. 
Yeah, that helped us a lot. Just having them talk to us about like giving us the educational part of what goes on when you're voting and the stuff that happens when you make your vote. And then after after the vote is made too, like the electoral college and how they having that can change things and everything. But just ha- just having the coaching staff really dialed in on like the the change that needs to be go like made throughout the world with voting and other and all this other stuff is just real big as a team and it's really gonna help us. You uh, come together as a group even more. What do you expect um, from yourself uh, on this team this year? What do you What do you expect your role to be, and um, how do you want to help this team? Uh, I want to do whatever I can to help the team win. You know, last year I was a defender, and this year I look to be the same way. You know, try to guard the best player on the court uh, and knock down shots. You know, knock down open shots, and then just lead and help my team win. Travis, go ahead when you're ready. Trey, I think it'll be an interesting competition to see George, uh, Xavier, and Solo all try to to get minutes, you know, in the, in the post this year with all those guys. I'm sure wanting to play a lot. What's what's been your uh, impression of that uh, competition and how those guys have been going at it? Yeah, them boys have been going at it a lot. Every practice has been it's been a battle. So it's been fun just watching them battle down low and stuff like that. You know, Xavier's holding his own. Solo's doing what he's, what Solo does, and then George is doing what George does. So it's all looking good right now. I think I think the the minutes will be spread evenly throughout the three. But we'll see when the season comes. That's not that's not our decision. There you go. That's Trey Young. Hope you guys enjoyed this uh, basketball. Uh, just kind of a replay of the Zoom call with reporters from earlier in the day on Wednesday. We'll start to have more preseason basketball coverage in the coming weeks uh, when we start to have more access like this. So check it out. Uh, appreciate you guys uh, listening here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. As always, rate, subscribe, review wherever you listen to your podcast. Thanks for listening. Have a great rest of your work week.